raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Well, good morning. Hello there. It's Wednesday, March 22nd. It is six minutes after nine, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So, Donald Trump might be indicted today. He's not going to appear before a judge in New York until next week, though. So he's currently in Florida. He's expected to be formally charged sometime today, after which the Manhattan District Attorney's Office is going to reach out to him, his Secret Service detail. They're going to make arrangements for his surrender. He'll fly to New York. He'll be arraigned, fingerprinted, and then pose for a mugshot. OMG, what will Trump's mugshot look like talk about the most viral picture ever it will be the meme of all memes seems like in society when we say and it seems to be happening more and more often where we say well that could never happen hmm. and then that happens whatever that is keeps happening mm-hmm. like if you would take somebody in a time machine And you don't even have to go way back. Let's just go back to the last decade. So let's go back to 2013. Let's just say 10 years ago. Okay. And you would have told someone, number one, Donald Trump will be the president. Mm -hmm. The society will completely shut down. Mm -hmm. They will put millions of people out of work. They will close thousands of businesses. They will force everyone to wear a mask. They will be firing you if you don't get an experimental, unproven vaccine. Uh, And then Donald Trump, as the front runner for the Republican nominee for president, will then be indicted by essentially the Biden administration. Mm Mm-hmm. No, there's no, I mean, if you just say those things out loud, right. there's well, no, that person from 2013 would look at you and be like, what are you talking you, you about? You need to seek immediate help. The first thing that comes to my mind when you say people will be wearing a mask, what do you mean? What kind of mask? Right. Like, like a Halloween mask? Like do I, Mickey Mouse or Darth Vader? Like, what do you mean a mask? Here's what's going to be interesting about this. If indeed it happens. Because, you know, we were told it'd be Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then we were told it's going to be today, mm-hmm. and nobody knows if it's going to be today. I, I would think that if indeed there are actually going to be charges filed, there will be a, there will be a heads up, there'll be a press conference of some sort. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But there was a time where you would say, okay, this isn't going to happen no matter how bad this guy, this guy being bragged, the district attorney wants it to happen because the ramifications politically and for the country would be so unknown. I mean, it would be so there would be so unknown in terms of what the fallout of this would be from a national unity standpoint. Mm hmm. I mean, nobody really fought. When Nixon decided to resign and Ford was going to pardon Nixon, nobody really fought that because they said, okay, trying to impeach the president, the fallout, the ramifications politically, otherwise, healing of the nation. Yeah, okay. Just we're, we are, There's an understanding that Nixon is going to quit and Ford is going to pardon him and then everybody's going to kind of go on their merry way. And even as recent as 25 years ago with the impeachment of Bill Clinton, which that doesn't seem possible that it's been 25 years, with the impeachment of Bill Clinton, 
it was understood, wow, the Republicans are going to and have and will and did pay a price politically because American people said, you just we we are the we are the people with the hiring and firing power. And unless you've got some guy pulling out a gun in the middle of the street and firing on people, mm-hmm. the president, we don't we don't we are a country who does not punish people based on their our political opposition to them. We win and we punish those people at the ballot box. We do not try to file criminal charges. Right. That's for other countries. It's not for here. Yeah. But I think that's all the off the table now. Oh, yeah. I think. I think elections have shown the Democrats either through uh, mass mail and unaccountable voting, creative jelly bean counting, ballot harvesting, that the middle people, they don't fear the middle people anymore. It used to be everybody, every politician feared the middle people. Okay, this group of people is in the middle, and they're the ones who decide the elections. There's always 35% on each side. And we can't alienate these air quote independent or whatever you want to call them voters. Mm-hmm. So we must tread very lightly on how egregious we behave and how much we overstep our authority. I don't think they fear those people anymore. So I, my point on all of this is I don't think there are any boundaries that confine anyone when it comes to politics or government anymore. Well, that's something that Ron DeSantis said and how he won Florida is not only did he have to get the conservative conservatives, he knew that, but he knew he also had to get the independents. And he had to sway a few Democrats as well to come to his side. And if that doesn't happen in 2024, forget about it. But if if indeed you would say, because there would, would have been a time in this country where you would say, wow, there will be obviously the the optics of it in which you are arresting the in the moment, the likely nominee. The front runner. The front runner yeah. of a party. The optics of that, that's terrible. And wow, there will be mass civil unrest in the streets, and that will really play bad. However, 2020 showed us as cities across this country, including this one, mm-hmm. were looted, rioted, burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then for the most part, there was no punishment whatsoever. Republicans have a very slim majority in the House and are still in the minority in the Senate. Mm-hmm. That sends a message to those people that just keep on doing what they're doing. There's, it's, it's who cares? Good. Yeah. Nobody's going to stand up to them. Doesn't matter. They're just going to keep doing it. So uh, I love this guy's name, Mark Wayne Mullen. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know this guy was a senator, and I feel like I know all the senators, so he must be a recent senator. But Mark Wayne Mullen is the guy's legit name. He's a senator from Oklahoma, Republican, and he was on with Newsmax the other day, and he says that the the Congress should call Alvin Bragg, if indeed he does indict Trump, to testify to explain why he's doing this. Absolutely. Here, here you have a DA that ran on going after Donald Trump. I mean, that was his platform. His platform wasn't going after crime in Manhattan, even though you have a 25% uh, homicide increase. It wasn't about um, uh, doing uh, prosecuting the crimes on the streets for uh, carjacking. His whole platform was about going after Donald J. Trump. And and so you cannot say this isn't politically motivated. So if this is what the case is, you're politicizing a, a DA or an AG position that should be looking at his own backyard, rather looking at nationally to, to build his own fame. So if he wants to build his own fame, then come to Congress and defend your findings. So crime in New York City just gone up, 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 up. This Bragg doesn't want to put anybody in jail except for Donald Trump. 
<laughs> and you mentioned you've never heard of this guy. Well, he was the one who was hanging out with Trump at that NCAA wrestling tournament. Oh, we we talked about yeah, that in one right. of the trending stories and how the entire crowd was loving on Trump. Well, it was Mullen who took him there, and he said that they've developed a pretty close friendship over the past six years, and they really didn't talk politics the whole time they hung out. They just talked about all the wrestling fans and the athletes and how everybody just loved Trump. And Trump asked, why are they all loving me so much here? <laughs> why do they love me so total, much? Total setup. I ask Kevin that every day when I walk into the studio. Kev, why do they love me so much? But Mullen's answer was because that all of the wrestlers and athletes are fighters. Oh, yeah. Just like Trump. And that's what they can relate to. Okay, Casey, question for you, because yeah. I am really torn on this. Yeah. Now, you know, when uh, we lost in the midterms, mm-hmm. I say we, when the uh, Republicans lost in the midterms, some of the Republicans I like, some I did not. But when the Republicans lost in the midterm, I said, okay, I think it has finally come time after a six-year seven-year very successful relationship for Trump and I to have <laughs> our divorce, which would be one of the longest relationships Trump has ever had, if, uh, <laughs> if indeed we did make it seven years together. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I have another man has captured my heart in the political sphere, yeah. and it's just time to move on. And so like in any relationship, if you're with someone else, you don't keep the memories of the old person, you don't keep the photos, you don't keep the, you know, the social media posts or whatever. You threw the hoodie away. Well, I th- all of it went, and part of that was the the reading of the Trump tweets in the Trump voice. Mm-hmm. But Trump is now back on social media. He is now back to rare form Trump on social media. And many people have said we really enjoy, and the Trump tweets with the Trump voice has become such a part mm-hmm. of our life, and we didn't realize how much we missed it until it went away. Mm-hmm. Would I be doing a disservice to my own honor honor and integrity if I gave into what the people want and started doing the readings of the Trump tweets again in the Trump voice with the Whitney music. No, because you are here to give the people what they want. And I know that you've gone no contact with Trump. Yeah. But I think it's time to send that text. So should we indeed bring that back for the people? Yes. Because, you know, like I said, Kevin, I have this conversation every day. Why do they love me? I think in part they love me because, (laughs) well, I do things like this. This was uh, yesterday on Truth Social Media. Reports! And almost everybody says... Even after in-depth legal study and review, there was no crime, no affair, no bookkeeping error, misdemeanor, no nothing other than now proven lies by Michael Cohen, a convicted felon and perjurer, and the strong likelihood of an extortion plot against me. So... After getting crushed yesterday by Cohen's highly respected attorney, with the case against me fully disproven, why is the DA searching for yet another witness? Trump derangement syndrome! <laughs> I love it. He comes up with a, a name for it, Trump derangement syndrome. Good job, Rob. That yeah, was thank excellent. You. Excellent. It's 18 minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. 
have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Two minutes after nine. Good morning. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So are we reminding our listeners to go over and vote in Biden madness? Today's the big day. Yes. Valvet is back on the ballot. Of Mm -hmm. course, Valvet, thanks to the Kendall and Casey audience with a huge upset victory over the number one seed in the Hammer and Nigel Biden madness last week, beating Mm -hmm. you know the thing. Mm -hmm. But we can't have a letdown. We are in the final (laughs) four. Today we are playing Valvet is squaring off against America in a single word. Mm. Tough competition. Well, and the winner will get you ain't black Mm -hmm. in the finals. So we encourage, because look, a victory for Valvet is not a victory for me. Yes, it is. It's not just a victory for (laughs) Valvet. It's a victory for all the Kendall and Casey audience, Mm -hmm. because you are now invested in Valvet. Mm Mm-hmm. Since you put it mm-hmm. into the final four, let's keep going. Let's do some bowel harvesting mm-hmm. here between nine and noon. Uh, head over to the Hammer and Nigel Twitter page. Uh, right there at the top, it's pinned. Vote happy birthday, Valvet, and let's put Valvet and against You Ain't Black in the finals. And speaking of happy birthday singing, trending this morning, Demi Moore, or is it Demi Moore? How do you say it? Demi or Demi? That chick I gr- that, I grew that up chick with that Demi. Pl- the chick that played the stripper. Yeah. Which one are you? Are you a the Demi or Demi? The chick that played Demi? the stripper. Oh, that's what you call G.I. It. Jane. Okay. Oh, yes. Is there any other D- Demi Moore movie? St. Almost Fire. She was in that. Well, I'm not talking about something from the 30s, Casey. I'm saying in the <laughs> modern era, color television. Bruce Willis's first wife. Was she his first wife? Second wife? I don't know. One of his wives. T- one of his wives. I'm just asking. I have no idea. Well, I think it was his first wife, and then they went on and had three kids together. Yeah. But she posted a video of her and Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis's current wife and all of their kids and they were singing happy birthday to him to you. think they'll get his name right happy birthday dear dad Willis, his current wife, recently also posted a video as they celebrated their 14th anniversary together, and she was saying, seize every opportunity to unite and celebrate with family and friends. And then she went on to say that, you know, Bruce Willis just turned 68. He's recently diagnosed with dementia. And while fans, when they're out in public, want to come up to him and say, you know, hang in there and, and give him words of comfort and encouragement, she said, it really is not helpful because it's a hard 
awkward situation for him when he's out in public to begin with. He looked really good in this video. I though. thought he did too. He's singing along. He was smiling. He, he rec- he's talking to the people. So yep. I mean, you know, and look, anybody who has ever had a, by the way, Ghost is not a great movie for the people in the YouTube chat. That all is right. one of the most overrated movies of all time. Let's admit, Casey, if Patrick Swayze hadn't taken his shirt off in that movie mm-hmm. and wasn't had didn't have his hands around her, in no the one clay pot. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. remember a thing about that movie. Uh, <laughs> nor would anyone else. Uh, but anybody who has ever had a loved one who has unfortunately had dementia knows, especially in the, I say early phases, but early in the diagnosis, there are good days. There are days where it's mm-hmm. like normal or there are long Very periods lucid. within yeah. the day. So hopefully... Um, He's doing all right, but he did look very good in that video. Yeah. Also turning this morning, Jason Sudeikis. And we played some audio yesterday when he was at the White House, and he was there talking about mental health. He's now being slammed for that, for preaching about mental health and taking care of each other. And this happens just months after he humiliated his ex-wife when he served her custody papers while she was on stage. And then finally trending, Greta Thunberg. She is to receive an honorary title. Where's she getting that from? It's a, a Finnish school. Let's see. University of Helsinki. She's oh. getting an honorary doctorate in theology. Oh, the uni- because you know, Casey, when you think of great institutions throughout the world, the University of where? Helsinki. Well, yeah. Helsinki. Is it Helsinki U or University of Helsinki? Because you got to get that right or it will deeply offend someone. I don't know. U of H. Kev, you're a world traveler. You studied in Germany. Did you ever clamor to get something from the Helsinki U? No, I never venture, ventured into Finland. So in the world uh, study community, there it wasn't a big deal that if maybe someday, Kevin, you will achieve... Uh, a doctorate from mm-hmm. University of Helsinki. Yeah, maybe I'll just leave and do my master's there or something. <laughs> Don't you dare. A doctorate in theology is what she's getting. Uh-huh. It is 927. It's Kendall and Casey uh-huh. on 93 WIBC. When we come back, more on the Trump uh, mm-hmm. indictment watch. If indeed Trump gets indicted and if indeed Trump doesn't play ball with the prosecutor, it could all come down to Ron DeSantis. I just want to Casey on 93 WIBC and a flashback. Do you remember when Governor Ron DeSantis thanked Donald Trump in his victory speech? He said, I want to thank Donald Trump for standing by me, even when it may not have been the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Well, now it is DeSantis who could become the man who signs Donald Trump's arrest warrant if the former president refuses to go to New York voluntarily to face charges. So the Daily Mail had an interesting article about this. Now, look, I think Trump is going to go. I think Trump wants the photo op. I think Trump. I think Trump may even want to be seen in handcuffs. I mean, I. I think he is going to turn this into and and Trump is a master marketer. You can say whatever you want about Trump. You hate his politics. You hate his his style. You hate his tone. The guy has made a gajillion dollars in his life, and much of it has been marketing himself mm-hmm. when when Trump had to do this is what's really interesting when Trump first when somebody runs for president they have to do a financial disclosure mm-hmm. so you can see their actual worth and their assets and what came out of that is a big part of Trump's actual worth is based on his name it's how he earns his living a lot of the places that 
have his name on it. He has nothing to do with other than he licenses his name. Mm -hmm. And it's the value that he places on his name as well. That's purely marketing. That's not anything that he is some genius. It's not that he's, you know, he's not even really, I mean, he is somewhat, but he's not even a real estate tycoon anymore. He's just a guy who has an incredible ability to, in whatever moment he is in, seize the moment, make himself the center of attention, and paint himself in whatever light he wants himself painted in. I think he wants the mugshot. I think he wants the handcuffs. How incredible will that picture be? I mean, you're talking about picture that will change the country forever. Like, Iwo Jima picture, right? Yeah. Men on the moon. Yeah. Nixon flashing the deuces uh-huh. when he resigned. I mean, it's going to be one of those all-time forever pictures. So, legal experts say that he's that DeSantis is going to have little choice but to authorize the extradition of Trump. Okay, but and then DeSantis will be forever blamed as the man who signed over Trump. Yeah. The, okay. The the. The Trump people, and we're going to take some phone calls, the voicemails mm-hmm. next hour, with because we ask people to call if you are an only Trump person and explain yourself. <laughs> the mental pretzel twisting that the only Trump people do is very interesting to me because Ron DeSantis has nothing to do with any of this. Ron DeSantis did not take a loyalty oath to Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis did not pledge allegiance to Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis is his own person. And quite frankly, Ron DeSantis did markedly better than all the Trump candidates did last year. Mm-hmm. So, look, that Trump could be extradited by a judge if DeSantis doesn't you know, sign off on it. But this whole thing where DeSantis has nothing to do with it. He's not prosecuting Trump. He's not investigating Trump. He's not doing anything to Trump. But the Trump people... If he does this, mm-hmm. that'll be the end. Mm, It'll be all over for DeSantis. Nobody's going to care. If, look, the Trump stuff is already baked in. If you want Trump, if you like Trump, if you believe Trump got screwed, if you believe your vote got hijacked, if you any of that, there's nothing that's going to make you like Trump anymore or dislike Trump anymore. You are what you are. And this weird calisthenics that people go to to try to belittle Ron DeSantis is just fascinating to me. He hasn't pledged an undying oath. <laughs> what a Baxter. What a Benedict Arnold. Why doesn't he just name, change his name to Ron Benedict DeSantis? I mean, it's just, they're like showing up at DeSantis' book signing, screaming at him. It's odd because mm-hmm. DeSantis is way more conservative, way more reliably conservative, way more on the side of liberty and freedom than Trump is. But these people will not break, and they will look for any reason to go after Ron DeSantis. Do you think Trump is going to have to stand before a judge and say guilty or not guilty? I think he wants to. Like, how do you plead? I think he wants to. Like, Okay, I can speak to this from some level, not to the level of Trump, but to some level. You know, what, what's our rule, Casey, in the voicemails? Hate mail goes directly to the front right. line. Mm-hmm. If you send a hate mail, we read it. Because certain people, and I'm one of them, I thrive <laughs> in an environment of hate. Like, I thrive on knowing how miserable I make people who I know dislike me. It doesn't bother me. And I I learned that years ago when I was very young and in the government, which is when you first get in, you think, oh my gosh, this person doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, who cares? What This person doesn't have any control over me. And most of the time, the stuff they don't like is completely 
just ridiculous and they're ridiculous. And so you learn, you teach yourself. It's just like anything else. You condition yourself to thrive in environments of chaos. So most times, a lot of people don't send me the stuff they think about me because they know I'll enjoy it. Trump is is the same. It's the same way, right? So weird. It, it doesn't. Why is it? Why is that weird? I don't know. It's just completely different from where I have been. It, well, exactly. I mean, that, we've talked about that. I've spent thirty years trying to be likable and friendly, and everybody come yes. on in and welcoming. And you are the exact opposite of that. Somebody told me very early on when I was really running for public office, they said, "If everybody likes you, you're not doing your job yeah. right, and you have to be." You have to learn to condition yourself, especially there are certain people who are very resolute in their beliefs, but they are not overly vocal or bombastic or seek to engage in their beliefs. If you are going to be one of those people, you have to have very, very thick skin and you have to really be able to engage and enjoy the hate It's like, you see this with athletes. Reggie Miller was great at this. Where did he play his best games? New York City, Madison Square Garden, against the New York Knicks. Because the thrill of knowing you are ruining the day of someone who hates you for illogical reasons Mm -hmm. is a joy, Casey, that I wish I could share with every single one of our listeners. Well, I'm coming around. Well, but my point on this is that is where Trump is. It doesn't bother him. Now... The idea that your life could be in the hands of a rogue prosecutor, well, that's a little different than some psychotic listener sending you irrational hate mail via electronic messaging. But to Trump, it's all kind of the same. It's all publicity for him. Yeah, he does not care. His name has been in the news top story for a week now. Well, for half a week since he came out over the weekend and said this is going to happen. It's been all we've talked about. Now, he's going to have to give up his passport. So is he going to be able to travel? I mean, I don't think he really cares about that either, does he? Well, but this is the thing that's so interesting about all of this is you will have a guy. Now, he's look, Trump is not going to be tried very, very likely the case will ultimately be thrown out and it will never actually get to a trial. But if it does go to trial, Trump is not going to be tried while he's running for president. I mean, so the, I have two really interesting questions and I'm not sure what the actual answer to this is. If, because you cannot indict a sitting president. Let's say Trump wins the presidency again, mm-hmm. but he's already been indicted before he was president again. Mm-hmm. Could he theoretically be convicted after for something he was indicted for before he was president or once you become president are you just basically above the law and everything would have to stop well if you look at joe biden yes you're above the law (laughs) of course but but i'm saying like from a technical legal standpoint not hey they're clearly ignoring the biden crime syndicate Mm -hmm. from a legal standpoint if donald trump would be indicted but not convicted and then he wins, wins the presidency before he goes to trial, would the trial actually have to stop and cease and could not take place for Until the four years after. he's the president? Right. It's, it's what, on pause? It's on hold and then it'll pick up we'll, when he leaves in the office We'll see January. you again in four years. Right, in January. <laughs> Keep in mind, he also faces a grand jury in Atlanta and a federal probe in Washington. And, so he's got a lot going on. And I know we got to get to a break, but yeah. real quick, people need to realize what this is about. And I've talked about this before. Many people think it's about a distraction well, from the Biden crime family. But it's also about sending a message. Because it's not because of Donald Trump's beliefs so much as who he is and how he expresses them and the light that he shines on the, the issues and the people in question. 
And people need to realize that they are doing this because they're sending a message to everyone else. You could be next. Mm -hmm. If we'll do it to him, it's yeah. the same reason the relentless attempts to get Curtis Hill several years ago. Where, okay, I uh, didn't do anything criminally wrong. I uh, didn't do anything ethically wrong. Lawsuits get thrown out. Well, now we'll go after him through this, you know, the, uh, the, court, the court system, how they judge attorneys, the, the whatever that's called. They wouldn't stop because for Holcomb and the Repu establishment Republicans, that was about sending a message to other establishment or to other Republicans. You get out of line. You go against us. This is what you do. Same thing with John Jacobs. Same thing with Kurt Nicely and all the money they spent there. And it's to their credit, to the credit of Holcomb and the Goon Squad, it's worked. Mm -hmm. Nobody goes against these guys. Nobody does anything. That's what this is about. We are all invested in Donald Trump winning the, the result of this because it's about telling people, it's about trying to intimidate people into not being Trump. You're listening to Kennel and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's 944. Good morning. Hey, Rob, question. Yes, Casey. How would you feel if you lost out on $111,000 on retirement income? Well, I'd feel the same way as if I lost you. I would be simply devastated. <laughs> well, get this. 96% of Americans do lose out on an average of $111,000 in Social Security income. And it's because they claim their benefits at the wrong time. Hey, good morning. It's Kendall and Casey. Learn how you could avoid this potential mistake with a free Social Security analysis. Analysis from Bill Demery, your retirement guy right here in Indy. We trust Bill Demery so much. We are now clients of Bill Demery, and we are so happy. If you've saved at least $200,000 and have not filed for Social Security, schedule your free analysis by calling 317-932-9912. Bill does all the heavy lifting for you, and he won't charge you a dime. Call 317-932-9912. That's 317-932-9912. Raise a spoon to Grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Casey on 93 WIBC, and we might finally get a chance to see what the government knew about the origins of COVID-19, oh. which killed more than 1.1 million people in the U.S., millions worldwide. This comes after President Biden signed that legislation into law that directs the federal government to declassify intelligence reports. Senator Josh Howley, he said the next step is to hold them accountable. He tweeted out, let the people see for themselves. So Biden signed the thing, mm -hmm. but now the new thing, you know the thing, is... What's next? W when will we see it? Mm -hmm. uh, and they are not saying anything about when you're actually going to see it. So now you got to be thinking, because if you had a plan, you signed the bill, okay, hey, next Thursday, everything will be released. We got to make sure that, uh, you know, whatever, social security, you know, phone numbers, whatever, those are blacked out, fine. 
they're not saying that. They're not saying soon. They're not saying next week. They're not saying in the next month. Mm-hmm. They're not giving you a timetable, which means, Casey, they plan to draw this thing out, which means there's a bunch of stuff in there they don't want you to see. Yep. Now, John Kirby was asked about this. He is the spokesperson. For, yeah. By the way. He's the, not really the spokesperson. He's got some other weird title. Well, but the, 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 they all, these people all basically do the same thing. Corinne Jean-Pierre and this guy do the same thing. I mean, hasn't she at one point even been like, I don't know, ask him. And then he went up and answered the and question. And then he said, you'll have to ask the Pentagon. How, I don't even have a spokesperson. It was like yesterday. <laughs> Remember when we had a Cherish Pryor? You're your own spokesperson. Well, and that gets me in trouble a lot. Remember when we had Cherish Pryor on the show? Mm-hmm. And she was very nice, state rep, yep. was, had a lot of interesting ideas on property taxes. She rolls in mm-hmm. with not one. But two people. But two people. Yeah, and they were very nice. And they were also very nice people. But I need that, Casey. You need a posse of your own? Here's the interesting thing, though. She rolled over here by herself. Mm -hmm. Because when she pulled up, I was like, I know that's her. But shouldn't there be a entourage of people around her? And she's like, oh, no, no, they're coming. I need I need people. What if I just had Kev just walk behind me? <laughs> you have both Kevin and I. But let's hear what John Kirby had to say. He was asked about a certain date, and this was his answer. The bill that the president signed yesterday on, on COVID origins, it calls for the declassification within 90 days. Can you give us a better sense as to when that information will actually be declassified? Are we talking about days, weeks, months? I, I can't give you a date certain right now. Uh, I mean. I, I can't answer that. I'm sorry. I don't have that information for you. Why would your government not want you to know about one of the most important events in the history of the country mm-hmm. unless they have some reason to not want you to know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. If indeed it is, you know, hey, it happened in the wild and there's definitive proof and everything Fauci said is exactly right and a bat mated with the kangaroo and that's how it... And wouldn't you throw that all out there? Right. No, they, they, they don't want to. They don't want it out there because that's not what the stuff says. Yeah. It only took three years for us to get to this step towards transparency. We're not there. It's just a step towards it. It's like, does the Biden administration think that we're going to forget? Like, do they think that people are, oh, yeah, remember back then when the pandemic and shut down and 1.1 million people and, uh, oh, yeah, I remember when that happened. No, people are still living through this today. People are still dealing with the effects of all of that today. The Wall Street Journal came out and they said that U.S. intelligence agencies believe that three workers at the Wuhan lab were hospitalized before the virus emerged because of the virus. The virus. Yeah. Uh, real, real quick, I want to make sure we have time to play this. So Kirby also got asked about this little powwow between mm. uh, Putin and uh, and Chi over there. Uh, the the what is he? The Grand Poobah or whatever he's called in dear, China. Dear leader. De- yeah, whatever he is. Anyway, they those two uh, uh, do gooders got together over several days, and uh, Kirby basically basically said the Biden administration does not care at all about their alliance. Um, overly. Uh, exercised about uh, uh, that comment. I mean, these are, it wasn't that long ago, MJ, where they were talking about a relationship without limits, right? Partnership without limits. Uh, so we're not going to get all hot and bothered about the use of friends. I don't know about you, Casey. We're giving a gajillion dollars to a country mm-hmm. to fight a war with Russia. 
We have major economic ties to China. China released a virus on the world that destroyed society. And we're not at all concerned about the Russians Friends. and the Chinese being buddies. Yeah, hanging out. Getting, yeah. getting chummy together. Why would you be concerned about that? No big deal there. Whatever. China has a big problem coming up with their declining population. One-fifth of their population is elderly right now. Is that because they have the one-kid yep. policy? They did. It's been 35 years, though, hasn't it? 35 years? No, 35 it, years. I mean, it was in 2015 when they they did, said did they, they rescinded. it? Is it yeah. now a two-kid policy? It's now, it's an unlimited. Oh, it's unlimited. Yeah. In 2021, they took off all the limits. It's like getting the unlimited free refills at the it's, they, You know, China has become the soda fountain, Casey. Remember how we talked about the other mm-hmm. day that the guy called and said, used to be when in 1971, when I went in the army, you got one, one drink per visit. And now I come out of the army seven years later and well, everything's got free refills. That's China. China is now the free refills. As many kids as you want, Casey. It just makes me wonder, you know, why are they buddying up to Russia? Is it because we're mad at them? They need some friends somewhere. Because they're evil communists, yeah. Casey. Those, those are the words you're looking for. Evil communists. 956, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.